The Music Destroyer, a Mr. Holland's Opus fanfiction, written by Hans von Hosel. Oh no, said Mr. Holland. I am a deeply because I play my music so loud, I can no hear the musics. The band played some musics very loud, but Mr. Holland could not hear those. Well then, yelled Mr. Holland, if I can no hear the musics, no one can. The band looked in shock as Mr. Holland extracted the musics from their instruments. The trumpetist tried to play trumpet. Toot, said the trumpet. My trumpet can no play the musics, yelled the trumpetist. From now on, and no music rule, yelled Mr. Holland. No musics for anyone. And Mr. Holland went around and confidented all of the musics. The end. Guess Who, a board game fanfiction by Hans von Hosel. There was a gaming board of much guessing on the floor. All of Narnia to celebrate, but suddenly the gaming board on fire and burning much of the house. This is no good, yelled Harry Potter. We need of making a refund. So they all went to much shops. Harry went in with the board. This board creation of a fire, yelled Harry Potter, and then suddenly the board went on fire again. Harry dropped the board to the floor, and the shop set on fire. Suddenly, Harry in jail. Oh no, say Harry, this is badly. I only wanted a refund, now in a mess I create. Then the board appeared back in the jail and went on fire again. And all the jails in the world went on fire and all criminals to loose in the streets. It was no good. Napoleon Dynamite in the Outer Space by Augustine Wilde Napoleon, the listless, alienated one. He always knew that day would come, although he didn't like to think about it. That day. Kip was kissing LaFonda in the kitchen passionately in a bizarre way. You could see their tongues. He had that new look and thought he was sexy. Napa was doing his homework in his room, writing slowly and thinking very hard every letter, and just wanting to eat and just wanting to eat some butter. His red hair bristled and his mind screamed, Butter! The key of the world! He thought with his manly mental voice and ran to the fridge. But he entered to the kitchen and saw the terrible scene. Oh! Oh yes, Kip! More! I want more! screamed LaFonda. Um, I'll give you everything you want. I'm in doubt with you. Thank you for making me the man I am today, said Kip. Stop talking so much! Well, there's no need to, to more details. Napoleon looked what was happening so shocked and stunned. He didn't know what to do. Move on? Go back to the bedroom? Open the fridge anyway? While that pair of dorks were doing you-know-what? He decided to stay there. 
Kip didn't see him. LaFonda saw him, but she didn't care. Shut up! Two words Napoleon said, and those four eyes were looking at him. With anger. This is not a motel. It's my house and also Tina's house. He screamed in a moment of brilliance. LaFonda just went away. Kip, you're a, Kip, you're a loser, just like your nephew, and I can't change that. Sorry. But you're the love of my life. LaFonda, please, come back to me. He kissed her feet, and she kicked him. Now his nose was bleeding. Not Kip's nose, Napoleon's. Did you count on... <clears throat> Did you count on this? Huh? She taught me Kung Fu, said Kip. Stop it! Napoleon was shocked. No, I won't. Until destroy your life, just like you destroyed mine. He was talking literally. So literally. He burned Napo's homework. <laughs> the work that always was so hard for him to do. Don't do this! I'll burn your yearbook so you won't have more girls to go out than me. Trisha was just a miracle. LaFonda was outside, looking all from the window. She entered. Kip, I want to tell you something. I saw all. Will you marry me? Can you see I'm not a loser? I'm a brave man. No, you're freaking not. The hero here is Napoleon. I'll take him with me. Now I can see who's the loser that beats his poor little nephew. Bye forever. Napoleon didn't like LaFonda at all, but knew that that was a good revenge to Kip for burning his school hard work. He felt the best-looking boy ever and dared to kiss her. So wrong, Napoleon. So wrong. LaFonda kicked him, and also Kip, do, do they knew kung fu. Napoleon was so clueless, just ran away unharmed, screaming, Fuck you, Kip! <laughs> ran, ran, and ran until he saw a light. A big light. A light that lightened all his body, all his soul, all his supposed brain. It was a UFO. Suddenly, a strange-looking person walked down the stairs of that strange spaceship. It was green. I mean, it's like, you know, green. It had three big and square eyes and a mouth full of saliva. Yes, it looked terribly horrible and had a strange appeal, maybe in the way it talked, so slowly so peacefully, so sensually, with that Sedna planet accent. And that green skin the alien had gave it an exotic attractiveness. Napoleon was thinking on that. I can read minds and know I'm not dating anyone. It's complicated when you're traveling between worlds all the time. Imagine you living in Italy with a girlfriend in China is even more complicated to me to maintain a stable relationship with someone. Hope this solutions your doubts. Uh, 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 yes, Mr. Alien. My name is Donahue, by the way, but everyone knows me as the spicy one. He winked two of his three eyes. Um, okay, spicy Donnie. I was wondering, who are you? I'm an alien, right? But in body, not in mind, and even less in soul. I need a human body, and I studied you and your behavior th through two months, 
and realized you need an alien body because you, my friend, are an alien in itself. What do you mean by that? Napoleon looks so confused, that was funny. <laughs> With all his hair messed up and his ideas going around and round through his mind, he imagined derisory forms, circles, squares, triangles, all combined with different colors, bizarre shapes and concepts that filled up his brain. Your behavior and thoughts are so alien-ish, you need a body like mine. Oh yeah, Mr. Alien? Those muscles and those green sexy legs? Definitely, Napoleon needed a body like, like that. The problem is, if I had your body, I'd want myself. That's not a problem. The problem is I loathe myself. I don't want to be green. I want to be all this slime in my mouth, said the poor Donahue. Three minutes, and Napoleon replied, having thought his answer very hardly. Okay. Donahue touched his head, and after three minutes, blimey, Napoleon was an alien. Donahue's, Donahue has Napoleon's body now. I've never been so handsome, conquering girl's time, said Donahue. I've never been so handsome, conquering girl's time, said Napoleon. But suddenly he felt something very, really strange, some energy that attracted him to the spaceship. He opened his eyes and was there, looked through the window, and there was no more Idaho. He was looking planet Earth. Donahue, my favorite son, said a strange-looking alien. It was a woman. She kissed him with all that spit. If Napoleon's face were words, you would put that phrase in your grave. I'll repeat that again. If Napoleon's face were words, you would put that phrase in your grave. Where am I? Kip, did you do this? No, you did it, baby said another alien with bad breath. You agreed with Donahue. My name is Hermegalide, and you know me from a past life. But don't worry, you will remember everything in a couple of moments. I do remember everything. I knew I'd have this new appearance, but not being in the outer space. Hermegalide injected some green liquid in Napoleon's arm, but he was still awake. What the hell are you doing? I wanted to make you sleep and forget your past. <laughs> a human with a funny-looking bun entered to the spaceship, and Napoleon had a moment of hope, thinking he would have an Earth-native chum, but nope, he was another alien. Hermagali, dear sister, what do you want me to do? She told him in a strange language Napoleon didn't understand, and the man looked directly to his eyes. Concentrate in my bun he said, and saw unrecognizable faces dancing in his green coat. It began to go round and round. Do you feel sleepy? asked the strange man. No, sincerely. <laughs> then he looked at Napoleon intensely, and a green light covered all his face. Cosmic waves acted on his head. How do you feel now? A little... sleepy, he said, yawning. But nothing... But nothing more than that. And a bit dizzy, I must confess. The personage began a strange dance. A dance from Ireland. He looked like a dwarf. He sang, I am the urban spaceman of Bonzo Dog Band and jumped. How do you feel now? 
I feel your stupidity, but that's a great song. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot, the strange man said. Sleep and forget all your past. This is a new beginning. Hermogolide is your lovely wife, and that two odious little aliens are your sons. Napoleon looked at him a bit scared. The humanoid alien put a helmet in Napo's head, and suddenly he was snoring. Two minutes later, he was acting like a string puppet, doing everything that strange humanoid wanted him to do. Kiss Hermogolide, hug that odious little children aliens, cooking, singing, but he was never required to do one thing. Dance. A strange sound of music came into Napoleon's head, and he felt like dancing. He did something by himself. The music began to play louder, and he danced almost professionally. The strange man was astonished and clapped his hands, but suddenly, blimey, the helmet was broken. Not only that, Napoleon became more intelligent. He thought a clever plan to come back to Earth, married Deb, and subsisted with an enterprise of funny videos in which Pedro worked. And yes, with that alien body. Deb liked it even more than his original look. Donahue acted like acted being the protagonist a movie of Napoleon's movie enterprise called Napoleon Dynamite. The end. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> David Lynch directs Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It makes less sense than any of the others that we've read. Well, it's better than Jessica's backstory. <laughs> At least hers was sort of going for it.